Hello everyone, this is Dio and I'm recording a new intro to this podcast because I didn't like the old one and I was always cringing. So yeah, welcome back to the old pod and enjoy this episode. Peace. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of the old pod and today I have a special guest with me. And I would like him to kindly introduce himself. <laughs> well, my name is Alai Luadayo Yefeso. Well, why did you have to put that name? <laughs> yes, because I am Alai Lu. I am, I am a prince. I'm a prince in, from Remo. And I'm a Gary Marchant too. Uh-uh, beautiful, beautiful. But do you think you are Dayo Yefeso the first and I'm Dayo Yefeso the second? Or how does that work? I've always been the original Dio, <laughs> and I have, and I have you as um, I have you as my first son, my first, my first child, and I felt there's no good thing, there's no other good thing to do but to like have a replica of me, a better replica of me, which is I believe that look, if I'm the best, it can be the best of the best, which he is right now. So thank you. Wow, thank you very much for the sweet compliments at the, at the, in the first minute of, the, of this episode. <laughs> anyway, why? Okay, good. Um, I have a question to ask you right off the bat. Why were you allowing me caught skin every time when I was going to secondary school? I mean, primary school at junior secondary school. <laughs> <laughs> this is it's actually not funny anyway, but... Economically, as at that time, um, I need to be more sincere here. Economically, it is safe for me, and I really don't want my child exposed to all those um, skin diseases that you have and all of that. So, the best thing for me is I am not a professional um, baba, but I believe that, okay, if I do this for them, at least till they are able to like okay decide on their on their own they will do it and in fairness i've been doing i i, I try my best and well cut it well for them that's it <laughs> well done the only that was giving me ptsd <laughs> every now and then was because of econ- you were trying to be economical right yeah, yeah. it's yeah. all right don't worry i'm forgiving you though i'm forgiving you that's fine okay. um so when was the f- first time you ever like ventured into business and you started making money at what age did you realize you're a businessman you like business you know um my first year in school my first year in uh at Ogun state polytechnic when i got into the higher institution i felt look i don't have to depend on my parents anymore even long before then before I got into school, there was um, a five-year gap between my secondary school and the higher institution. So while waiting for admission into school, then I had a friend. His name was Dio. His name is Dio too. He's still he's still alive. So we started a barbing <laughs> a barbing salon <laughs> together. We had um, I think three hundred naira or something. So we bought clipper. I think it was three hundred naira. We bought clipper. We bought stuff and you know but he he knows how to like um you know barbie beat 
I don't know at all. So I was just like, okay, he's prodigy at the at the salon. So we we were making money, but eventually, you know, because the shack we were using was behind his own house. Okay. So he felt more like it is his own. So at times he's like, he locks the shop and it goes away with uh -huh. the key. You understand? And because he's actually the one doing it, doing the babbing and all of that. So sharing formula was not defined and all of that. So you, everything we make as a, at times, if I'm not around and he has to cut, I don't get anything out of it. And all. So we had to stop, we had to stop we had to stop all of that. Uh, I stopped and I started looking at what other things to do. You understand? So that was that was that was what um, that was my first business anyway. Wow. And you know, I would say it didn't work well. My partnership didn't work well. So after that time, when I got into school, and I start, uh, I start off. To like okay, I write short notes, short love notes that I, you know, <laughs> give my friends to pass to their to any um, their admirers, you know. So they do that in class. Wow. So a lot of people like like okay, just let me scribble something. So I was making money off that. I was making money all of off all of that. So we're making money. I was making money off all of that, and. It was it was a, it was a good experience because when you have people paying you fifteen naira to just like write a love love short love notes to a lady, I don't know the lady, I don't know anybody, so I just write and you know it was paying off for me, so I was making money. That was it. So the next one was okay. After that, um, I went into, I joined the club, the gentlemen's club. Okay. Um, it's a foremost club in the school. Okay. And I happened to be the protocol and logistics officer. Okay. Wow, it was, a, it was a wonderful experience, which actually prepared me for a lot of things in the entertainment industry then. Um, I, I pasted posters. I wrote proposals with the then G-man. The G-man okay. is the president, you understand? They call him the prime G. So I worked in earnest with him. He was he is my friend, Demola Ade doing. Mm. Uh, so we worked together. Uh, it was it was it was an awesome experience anyway. Because I remembered um the Sprite show okay. we had in 1988. 1998, sorry. Uh, where <laughs> it was actually a blast. We had um Saeedo we had Daily Taiwo and all of that the, coming the, together. Those were people's raining. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. And we had, yes, we had um, DJs, DJ on, on, the, on the stage too. So we had fun. It was real, real, real fun. You know, that was my cutting edge into, into the entertainment industry. Though I really didn't stay in it anymore. I'm not really into it anymore. But we had our first show and it was lovely. We had um, Miss... Um, Ogunpoli then we had a series of other shows that followed uh, yes so I want us to talk about the love notes you were writing mm. when did you even start realizing that you were a good writer self? I want to know like when did you discover that ah I actually write really well uh when did I discover this well I don't know I think it's just something that just came natural 
So my sister, my prodigy at writing. No, no, no. My 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 younger sister. We had this competition. The space setter at that time. There's the novel called space setter. As at that time, novels. Um, we. I don't think there's any there's any of it. Any of those wonderful um, books that I didn't read. And my sister too was a voracious reader, though she's into science. But she read, she can read anything, anything, just give it to her. So she was into science. I was, so when we, we use our pocket money to buy the stuff. My father is somebody that is shrewd. He doesn't, if you, if you get money, he needs to know what to do with it. But he was, he was always happy that that was what we were using our money to do, I mean, to buy at that time. So I think I developed all of that. And, you know, because, there was James Hadley Chase, that was with my brother, my other my elder brother. Inca, he, he introduced me into that, into reading that. All the Chase, James Hadley Chase um, series, I read all of them. And so, you know, when things happen at times at home, and I like, hmm, this is how it happens. You know, it turns me into an investigative person where you have to like read, you have to look at a lot of things. Are they, oh, okay, this is what. The motive behind this is this. So my curiosity grew over time over that. So to be a journalist, to be a writer was easier for me. That's it. Hmm. I think that's beautiful, actually. Okay. I think that we've gotten to know you now on a more personal level, right? We know that you like to write, you like to read. <laughs> You're a businessman. So I think that's beautiful. I love to make money. You love to make money too. Yeah. Ah, that's nice. Mm. Okay, so tell me, let's go right off the bat, right, and ask you a very spicy question. How did you meet mom? Did you have game? What was your game like? Because I heard that you, are you, were you a playboy in school? Were you a sauce, you know? Tell me, tell me. <coughs> let's see. Um, I, I was I was really a gentle person. Ah, like, I don't believe I was, you. No, 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 no. no, no. no. no I, I, like I said, I was I was um, a gentleman. <laughs> a gentleman. Yes, we wear ties. We wear ties. Not our ties well, and you know you represent well in school. Um, but on this good day, I was in front of my hostel. It's not hostel. It's actually house because the the school doesn't have um, its own hostel, mm -hmm. so we rent our apartments outside the school campus. So I saw her and I was like, wow. Okay, let me give you the line then. <laughs> the line was this, wow, how could this angel be be on this street and I don't know she she's here? So when did you come into Mother Heart that I met? <laughs> and she was like, and she was like, ah. Where is this one from? Who's this handsome guy? And you know, they talk us like that. And I'm like, okay. So where do you live? She lives like um, three houses away from mine. And I said, can I get an invite to come see you? She said, okay. I said, I'll bring, I'll come with my cook. You make the chicken. Uh -uh. So, <laughs> so, that was, so that was it. Thank you. This was one year, one year, please. I also know. Um, 19, it's 1998. Wow, wow, wow. That's nice. Okay, 
Okay. So basically, you had game, and you didn't. You didn't. Yeah, in that time, it wasn't a game. No, it, it wasn't. Was game. It was a game. game. Now I, I saw, <laughs> I saw, I saw, I saw, I saw a beautiful lady, and I felt like I want to. Keep I like. I like the fact that you didn't have any. I like the fact that you were confident. Like you didn't have any kind of oh, I'm scared of going to meet this girl. She's really beautiful. So would you? Do you? Were you that kind of person? Like you didn't find it a problem talking to a lady at all? Yeah, I don't know how you mean, but no, like I also know. But yeah, you saw a lady. You but like, I, I, I saw, I saw a beautiful lady. No, no, no. no. <laughs> That's I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not That's the one I'm asking. I am not. I am not. I am not. No, I'm not saying you're a player. Players don't. Players don't. <laughs> players don't look at. Um, will not see. Will look at the lady and like, wow, I'm, I want this lady, you know. But me, I like. I I saw the lady and I was like, oh, I want to keep this mm-hmm. for myself. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> That's nice. So, <laughs> I have another question to ask you. Yo, are you do you are you ready for it? Mm-hmm. You're ready. What would you do if I came to tell you that I've, a lady got pregnant for me? Um. <laughs> okay. I I won't I won't uh, I mean it's normal. You you are far far above um, the adult suffrage age, which is eighteen. You're in school. And I think you're doing well for yourself. So, if you want, if you think you can take charge or have responsibility, you can take um, up the responsibility of caring for the lady and the unborn baby and the born baby afterwards. Then fine, it's okay. But the first thing I'll ask you is: Look, do you have a relationship with the lady? Do you? truly have a relationship with the lady can you live with the lady then you know um, ask the lady to if she's comfortable with you and of course as it is i'm a yoruba person and would probably investigate a family a character and all of that then if it is fine Hmm. beautiful beautiful that's a very very nice response okay um, I have another question to ask you though, because you mentioned you are from a Yoruba family. Please, there's a stigma around Yoruba people. And <laughs> you know, I had a funny experience yesterday when I was coming. So, and it was really fun. That's why I was not even picking your calls because I didn't see that you, you were calling me. Right? Even in the bus, you know, when I when the bus was supposed to, the driver was supposed to drop me where I was supposed to drop, and he didn't drop me there, and I didn't know the way. Like it was just all everybody in the bus started shouting at him because they were all Yoruba, but they were going to Jebo. They, they were all shouting at him, like, huh, what's wrong with you? This guy has been saying it's going here, blah blah blah. In Yoruba, all right? I dropped, entered another cab that was taking me here. The guy was just, ah, I want, I want to take me here, giving them money, laughing and joking. Like, I feel like the Yoruba culture is actually beautiful, right? <laughs> yes, I think it's really beautiful. Anyways, um, moving on, when you heard me, right? Like, when you first. When, when I came out and you saw me, what was your first, what was, your, what was that experience like? What was your first response to everything? Uh, ah, okay. When you came out, yeah. I was not there. I was not, it was, it was a privilege that um, was denied to me because I was at work then. So I came to see you that late that night. We were 
we were on stage for Fancy Road Show. Okay. I remember it vividly. And sincerely, if I have to, if I have to talk about um, from the pregnancy uh, period till your birth period, it was a wonderful experience, honestly. Uh, so when you came, when you came, we were like, wow, I was really, really elated and I want to just see this young man because honestly, what I wanted was a lady. It was a young, I'm uh, sorry, it was a girl, but it happened to be a guy. We were like, okay, fine. This is, this is just it. And you know, I, I've had it. So when I saw you, you were a bundle of joy. You, you were clingy too. I was clingy. Yeah, so daddy, yeah, you know, uh -huh. at, at that, yes, at that moment. And you were showing all love. Mm. So, uh, <laughs> it was, it was a, a beautiful experience, honestly. That's, that's just, that's the summary of it. Okay. What was I, I'm interested in knowing, because I don't know, what was I like growing up, like as a child? Was I a ah, campus? There's, this, was there's I... this song, there's this, there's this um, song, while growing up, you know, children with um, their antics and all of that, you know, you, when you cry and you know there's nothing to stop you, there's this song then. Once you hear that, once you hear the, the beat, everything stops and you're like, okay, that's it. I'm not crying again. There's fun here. <laughs> that's it. So at every point in time that you have that, there was no phone. There was no phone as at that time. There was because it was later in the year that um um, GSM and all of that was ruled out. Mm. But you know, we had CDs in the house that, so if there was no power supply, you use your mouth like, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and you know, once, wow. you, once, you, once you hear that, you, are, you wow. stop and you eat a lot of golden more. You should be an the ambassador to. You see, the I feel like Goni Moti now, and I didn't even know that. And noodles too, um, Indomie noodles, they should wow. get, they should look for you to like, okay. Wow. Anyway, I'll probably work with these people one of these days. Amen. <laughs> Anyways. I amen. I don't say amen because of this. I just say amen. Okay, okay. So, I have another... I, I, I've not finished my question though. I said, what was I like growing up? Like, was I a very playful child? Was I a very calm child, quiet child, stubborn? Like, what was I like generally growing up from, you know, the child from three years to seven, ten, eleven? What was I like? Interesting. Very, very interesting. Inquisitive, well, on the average, but an in very interesting child that wants to lead you where there are other children, where you've been put with other children, you like, okay, want to take lead. Not necessarily asserting authority or anything, but you know, it's like, okay, I am here, so let's things be orderly, you understand? So you were orderly, you were calm, and well, maybe not too calculated, but yes, you're good. Mm. Nice, and, nice. and you're growing up. Well, between, um, between the age of eight till now, you've been a wonderful leader to 
your other siblings. Mm. So that's it. Wow, thank you very much. So I have two more questions for you, right? So the first one is, um, what do you enjoy most about being a father? I love children. Mm. I love children. I love to be around. I love to be around them. Yes, but I I don't condole. I don't condole laziness. I don't condole being um, dirty. But I love children. I don't know how to like put it. I love children. I love to be around them, and I love them to be around me. I I um, I'm a lover of children. That's it. Okay. I think that you are also if a source of inspiration i probably don't know it so let me tell you like a short story or an example of it so like remember there was one time in my there was a time in my life where i think i started taking things seriously i think this was when i was probably 16 years old or something right and that's when i started taking note of the things you were doing for example you know there's a way in, in the balcony i wanted to six there's a way i mean that um corridor like your cutting was always slightly open Right, so I could always see you from the room in the middle of the night, just sitting on your laptop and walking and writing and doing stuff. So every night, sometimes when I, some nights when I wake up to go and ease myself, I wake up and I want to go to the sitting room and I look through that place and I'm seeing you, you know, <laughs> walking on your laptop. Subconsciously, I always thought, how did he used to do it? Because I wake up by 4 a.m. he's still up. I wake up by 2 a.m. he's still up. Right. So I remember when I was preparing for my work. I wanted to do that. So I wanted to know if I could stay up all night. But like my limit was like 1 a.m., 2 a.m., right? So now that I'm working, when I easily stay up all night, like without stress, I'm not like, whoa. So this is what I was seeing then because, you know, transformation is easier when you have a reference. When there's someone you can look at and say, this person is someone that I want to look like. And you can see what this person was doing to get to the level. So by default, that is already stuck in your subconscious. So I think you are truly a source of inspiration. I think that children being around you will probably learn a lot from you. So yes. Um, the last question. So the last question is, what was one of the hardest moments you had being a father? And why was it hard? So it's like a two question. So what was the hardest moment? Hmm. Uh, when I had to be the father and the mother. Hmm. And... The economy power, economic power was not there. It was horrible. But I just got a text now that says that I am a warrior. I was and I am still a warrior. When it comes to the upkeep of my children, there's nothing I can do. Except, of course, anything that has to do with crime. I remembered for six to seven years, between 2008 and then, yeah. I could not even afford to buy any ashwebi, talk less of buying any clothes. My children has to clothe, my children has to eat, and they have to go to school. That was the only priority that I had then. Um, that was my lowest period in life. But like 
as a warrior, we got over it, and of course, we evolving. The sacrifices made then are paying off now. So, I a lot of people then see me as, are you sure you're responsible? You're not a responsible person. Everything. There was no mud. There was no silly things that were not thrown at me. But I, I saw, I saw the light. Yes, it was a dark tunnel, but I saw the light, and I felt like I can get to the light. And with the help of the Almighty God, and of course the cooperation of my children too, we were able to like at least um, weather all the storms. We got there. It's pretty emotional, but we got there. We got there. And of course, yes, we are not there yet, but the light, the light is brighter now. We have left the, we have left the, the dark areas. We are growing into the light. And of course, you know, it's like when the dawn of the day, when it comes up, it's a gradual thing before the light. So we are gradually getting there. And of course, the sun is on the brighter side for us. Is going to be on the brighter side for us, definitely. Yes, because we are not re we are not actually relenting. Our resilience is in top notch. Okay, I think you've you've made very valid points. However, you know what you just said now. There's a lot of mistrainings, which I'm not going to probe into. What should I name my child? My first son, Dio. <laughs> you want Dio the third? Why? Continuity. Continuity. <laughs> I'm going to name him Felakpo because I don't know why you decided to name me Felakpo of all names. What 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 inspired giving okay. me that name? The, the name Oluwa Felakpo for me. Oluwa Felakpo for me. God has enlarged my coast. It was just me. Now I have the mom and the son. So my coast has been enlarged. Hmm. And aside that, the fella that people see the fella is a prophet, is a musician. The musician fella is a prophet. And I felt I love, I love fella. But aside all of that, I love the name fella. You know, expansion. That's it. So basically, you named me after your favorite musician. <laughs> I know yes, it's deeper than that. After, my, after, after my favorite musician, and um, because of my conviction of what I believe my future will be. Hmm. Okay, okay. Think that may... And I named you Dio too because I felt you will be a better version of me, and that's why I would never let anyone call you Junior because you're not. Exactly. And I'll never let anybody call me Junior too, because I'm not. Why would you call me Junior? That's it. Yeah, that's, that's a very fair masculine mindset. Okay. Do you think that <laughs> women belong to the kitchen? Sorry? Do you think that women belong to the kitchen? <laughs> that's a very, wait, that's no, a very no, harsh way to ask. No, no, no. no. It's, a very, it's a very wrong notion to, hmm, believe that, to believe that women belong to the kitchen. Why? We all go hungry. 
if you grow hungry, if you if you get hungry and um, your woman is not around or there's nobody around to like, won't you go to the kitchen to feed yourself? Of course you would. So why would you now think that, oh, it is the sole right of the woman to be in the kitchen? Yes, though, I get, I get, when I, you know, because of my um, peculiarity then, now that, you know, you have a woman, it's like, Kiloman, Walosi Kitchen, what are you doing in the kitchen? It is none of your business. But it has been my business for a very long while. So I see it as it is my business, so I poke my nose into it. So I don't believe that it is just a woman's thing. Because if it had been the woman, if I had had that idea that it is just a woman's thing, I don't think I will survive that um, that um, period, mm. that transition. Mm. Yeah, so it is I, not. I, I agree with you. <clears throat> I agree with you actually. And me personally, I like to eat what I cook. Like I like when people cook for me. It's beautiful. No, I love when my wife cook for me. I no, I like. I don't have a wife. Sorry, I don't have a woman. I don't have a woman. So I don't. I don't. I, don't, I can't don't relate. Have a wife yet, but I have a wife now. I want to enjoy my wife, so she should cook for me. She does. Uh, oh yes. well. Okay, me. I'm just saying that. I don't. I. I'd like to eat what I cook. Anyways, maybe if if one woman cooks for me one time, I'm like, oh, I like what you're eating. Oh yeah. <laughs> I lie. Okay, so another question I have to ask you is. Um, what business are you into right now? Ah, I love the art of making Gary. How is, how is Gary an art for you? I want to understand. Yes, it's an art because um, it's a staple. It's a staple. It's a, it's, uh, yeah, it? Well, it's not a staple. It's, um, it's, it's flakes. I don't know how to... I, yeah, I don't know how to... I don't, I don't know how to... I don't know how to, like, um, categorize, it. categorize it. But I will say... Uh, my love for Gary, I don't drink Gary. I don't drink Gary, but I can tell you the taste of any Gary that you bring to me. I can tell you the taste. I can tell you where and when they are made from. So when all of that happened, um, I think this journey started in 2016. That I was like, okay, I need to, I need a business that brings in money every day. So, a friend of mine had a, another friend that was into Gary, and you know they we were talking, and you know he was she was so passionate about the trade and a uh, trade in Gary. Like, okay, can can you introduce me into it? Let me supply let me supply my my people and all of that. She introduced me into it, and I bought. Let me. I need to shorten it. I bought two Gary, two bags of Gary, mm-hmm. and I take it home, and I put it on. Send it out to people that I sell Gary, and people laughed at me. And you know, in the midst of the laughter, they bought. Wow. I was selling it crude because mm-hmm. um, got a nylon. You know, send pour a, a paint of bucket in. I mean, paint um, bucket. You know, sell it like that out to them, and people buy. In no time, I was able to sell the two bags in three days. Wow! Because yes, out of laughter, out of jesting, out well, of like, all of that, taking work, don't stop. You know, let's just see what he's talking about. And they bought it. I made my money, cool money. 
I made um, from it, I was able to like get money for half bag, as in the profit was like half to get another half bag mm. of Gary, if you understand what it means. Yeah. So that means I have money to buy two and a half bags. Yes. So I went back to, I kept the one, the half. Yeah. I kept money for the half. I went to buy two more. Okay. You understand? I called the lady and we went to buy two more. So I was able to sell that again in another no time. Oh. You understand? So people were not like, ah, okay, Garida, Garida, Garida. Yeah. So, okay. So that was why we now named it DY Gary. It was not branded. Mm. The first six months, six months or thereabouts was not branded. Mm. And you know, people loved it. And so oh. that's where we are now. Now we are coming back again to the shelf with a rebranded, um, a well packaged, rebranded. Um, yeah. DY Gary beautiful. to the people. Beautiful, beautiful. I, I like how business oriented you are now. You know, you've evolved. Like you take a business, you take you take a simple idea, you take it seriously. I think that's beautiful. Thank you. Yes. Okay. Um, thank you very much for coming on my podcast. So it's nice having you. Do you have any last words to say to us before you, you know, leave? Life is such a simple way. Whichever way you look at it, whatever life throws at you, do you understand? You can always make good of it. Either bad, either good, anything at all. Make your conscience good and walk around it to see good in every bad. That's it. Thank you very much and bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Odd Pod. It was an amazing discussion. I really enjoyed it. Even though I didn't get to ask as many questions as I wanted. But I still think it was a fun podcast. And I hope you guys enjoyed it too. So yeah. See you in the next one.